Power Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with light workers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Relationships are challenging. And when your partner or your ex or your parent or your boss has certain traits or cycles or patterns, relationships can be nearly impossible. In fact, they can be emotionally abusive. Dr. Roberta Shaler is here today to offer insights, strategies, and support to stop the crazy making and save our sanity. Are you ready to meet her? As a relationship consultant, mediator, speaker, and author, Dr. Roberta Shaler, the relationship help doctor, provides urgent and ongoing care for relationships in crisis at home and at work. Her mission is to help people stop tolerating abuse. She offers strategies for dealing with the constant uncertainty and jaw-dropping behaviors of toxic people. Dr. Shaler's the author of 16 books, including Escaping the Hijackal Trap and Stop, That's Crazy Making, How to Stop Playing the Passive-Aggressive Game. To find out more about Dr. Shaler and her work, visit forrelationshiphelp.com. Roberta, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much, Karen. It's a delight to be here. What is it that drew you to this as a specialty? So many of us have toxic people in our lives. What what made you the relationship help doctor? Why are you doing this? Well, it's a great question. First of all, certainly I have a PhD in psychology, but what got me interested in this specialty, I lived it. I was born in a layer of hijackals, and as an only child, it was absolutely crazy-making. And so it had long, long, far-reaching tentacles into all parts of my life that I didn't understand for years. And then when I did want to get some help about it, nobody could help me. They didn't understand this. So I decided I had to figure it all out so I could help other people. Now, you made that term, you coined that phrase, hijackles, for the people who are chronically difficult. What, what is a hijackle? A hijackle is a person who hijacks your relationship for their own purposes and then relentlessly scavenges it for power, status, and control every day. Wow. Relentlessly scavenges. That's that could be tremendously destructive. It is. It's destructive, it's damaging, it's abusive. And often we don't realize that it's happening to us because we may have been raised with a hijackal parent. And this behavior, this way of being treated, is subconsciously normalized for us. So we don't really understand it. And that's what happens to us. If we've been in a relationship with a parent, who had difficulties, this becomes normalized, and then we become unwittingly what I call hijackal bait. We're going to attract a relationship, a romantic relationship, a partnership in life with a person who has hijackal tendencies. And we need to solve that for ourselves to stop the crazy making and stop attracting hijackals. So when 
people, and in the work that I do, I will sometimes hear people who say again and again and again, I seem to attract the same kind of partner, the same dynamics and relationships. We don't have to suffer like that, right? We can get out of this. You can get out of this. You know, and I do a retreat called the three R's, recognizing, realizing, and recovering from hijackles. And we have to do that. I also have a program, a downloadable um, self-study program called Seeing the Cycles, Understanding the Traits, Patterns, and Cycles of Hijackals. And when you really study that, and then there are all kinds of personal reflection questions with that, um, and you really take the time to stop and think, where is this familiar from? What happened? Then you begin to say, oh, my, I understand this pattern has been something that is within me, and I have been condoning it and maybe even enabling it right here in this relationship. And that relationship may be with your parent. You may still be putting up with a hijackal parent. So, yes, you can change it. You can stop it. You can go in a different direction and leave the hijackal behaviors behind. And it, I feel like I'm hearing you say, too, though, that in order to do that, we have to take responsibility for our part in that as well. Absolutely, number one. When people come to me, Karen, and they say, you know, what's the first step? I think I'm in a relationship with a hijackal. I say, unless there's physical or sexual abuse, the first thing is that you get yourself straight. You do your own work. You work with me until we find where are all the pieces, where did they come from, how are they playing out in your relationship now, what do you really want, what do you not want, and let's go from there. Because you need those insight skills and strategies as well as the support to empower yourself. And why I say Unless there's physical or sexual abuse, of course, get out of that. But most people have the time to do their own work first before leaving. What the difference there is, is if you don't do your own work and you leave, there you are, off by yourself, feeling terrible, marginalized, probably don't have much money, don't know where to turn, lost all your support, and you have to still do the work. Isn't it much better to do the work while you're in the relationship, then make a decision, and then move forward? Well, and I would imagine that having done the work sets you up to not repeat that pattern again and again and again. Right. And who wants to do that? I have clients who have married three hijackals in a row before they came to see me. Wow. And that's not their fault. They didn't have any way of knowing that. They were on autopilot from their youth, and of course, they were hijackal bait. And hijackals are chameleons. You know, I do a lot of graphics on my website, at, you know, on Facebook, on my page, the relationship, our relationship help doctor. And one of them is a picture of a chameleon, brightly colored, and it said, chameleons will be your favorite color when you meet them. They'll show you their true colors soon after. So they will be the person who says, oh, I've been waiting for you all my life. I'm in love with you. I know I'm going to marry you. I knew that the moment I saw you. And you're sitting there going, oh, this is so wonderful. I found my soulmate. This person seems to know me inside out. They're anticipating my needs and my thoughts. This is perfect. You have to know this is the chameleon game. This is the hijackal gotcha. 
This is, I'm going to be everything that you want for the shortest possible time until I have you, and then everything's going to change. And that's the scary bit, because hijackals, beware. Hijackals want to get married, move in, or be pregnant with you as fast as possible in order to gain control of you and make it difficult for you to leave them. Are hijackals aware of what they're doing as they do it? No. Ah. No, hijackals are damaged. They're fragile. That's why they get angry so easily. That's why they blame you for everything. And don't get lost in there, though. I don't want to talk about their fragility too much because then the compassion and empathy that a non-hijackal has comes out and go, oh, poor dear, had a bad life, bad childhood. I can fix them. I can nurture them. I can love them into help. No, you can't. They don't sit around at night deciding how to make your life miserable. They just do that because that's all they know how to do. Hmm. And so by taking the power back into your own hands, doing the psychological and emotional and spiritual work, you can make sure that at least with you, they're not going to be able to play out their old patterns. That's right. And that you will, the next time a hijackal comes on the horizon, you will not be wearing your rose-colored glasses and miss the red flags. Mm. You will be awake. And, you know, you mentioned spiritual care, and let me just say something about that. Many, many of my clients, many people that I've worked with, and I am very, very well tuned into the spiritual community, many times they have been badly damaged by hijackals within a spiritual organization. And you have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, and yes. You can't see me, but I'm nodding really hard. Um, yes, um, that's very true. An abuse of power in any kind of relationship, in any context, is something to be aware of as you go on your own spiritual journey. Oh, yeah. It, it certainly is. And, you know, I've had people in my practice, um, I think of one woman who was part of a very, very, very stringent, rigid religious group, and she was not, the religious group was so that she as a woman was not allowed to teach anything to men. She was only allowed to speak to women. And her husband was a hijackal, is a hijackal, because they're still married. And I remember one day she said to me, you know, I had a terrible weekend. I said, why? She said, I I passed a kidney stone, and my husband told me that I could just suffer and I could stay at home, and he wouldn't take me to the doctor or the hospital. Mm. And he was the king of the house, so what he said had to go because of their spiritual path. And she was terribly badly damaged and kept very small. She's a bright woman with so much to give, and I was helping her build a business, And it was going so well that he kept sabotaging it because she was not allowed to be ahead of him and he would not protect her. Hmm. And I, you said that there's still, that she stayed in the relationship. She did because she's never been allowed to work. Hmm. You know, they have grown children, grandchildren and all. What would she do? 
So Dr. Shaler, can hijackals change? Well, interesting question, Karen. I put hijackals into three categories. I think that there are black hat hijackals, gray hat hijackals, and white hat hijackals. Mm. Black hat hijackals will not change. And these are the people who have the DNA markers for this behavior. They have the brain chemical wash, and they had the abusive home life. Gray hat hijackals are those who have some self-awareness. They recognize that life at home was awful. Um, they may or may not have markers or chemicals for it, but they have overcome some so that they only behave like hijackals at times of high, high stress or anxiety. And so they can modify their behavior. Then there are white hat hijackals, and these poor people, they only know one way to be in the world, like all hijackals. However, they desperately want to learn a new way. They are crushed that they hurt people. So they have empathy. But they just have been powering through with their only set of skills. And, you know, I call them Teflon people. Everything falls off them. <laughs> they just keep barging through life. But inside, they feel really badly. I'm working with clients right now where the man is a, a white hat hijackal. And he just cries. He says, I don't mean to hurt her. I always say the wrong thing. What's wrong with me? And so it's a very slow, long process, but we can change that. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. My guest is Dr. Roberta Shaler. She's the author of Escaping the Hijackal Trap, The Definitive Guide to Dealing with Chronically Difficult People. If someone listening to this has got the sneaking suspicion that they may be in a relationship with a hijackal, how can they determine whether or not that person is a hijackal, and what should they do? Well, first of all, I'd invite them to download my free ebook called How to Spot a Hijackal. <laughs> Just go to forrelationshiphelp.com and click on the hijackals tab. Uh, then once you recognize, there are 10 traits. So as I said, you could, you could certainly do the home study program, seeing the cycles. You'll see that on the website. Uh, come to do that recognition. Like you said, they have a sneaking suspicion. I believe they're probably being hit over the head with the two-by-four for a long time. <laughs> and they just are saying, I think I'm being abused. And people don't like to use that word abuse, but it is abuse. It's abuse to let anybody harm you in any way. And people who are degrading or demeaning or belittling, all of the things that hijackals will do are abusive. And so I know that you said that unless there's um, sexual or physical abuse, sometimes it's best to stay in the relationship. Is there ever a time? For a while. For a while. while. Until you get your own personal power back, until you are strong, and then we make the decision, Karen, well, then the person makes the decision, I'm there with them, as to whether they want to stay or go. And usually people know that they want to leave, but some people can't leave because they have small children. And here's the deal with that. Once you're healthy and empowered, you're still in the relationship. Now you're ready to make a decision about the children. You're on a razor's edge because you have to think about your particular children and the age of them and the situation and the money. If you 
go to court with a hijackal, that usually turns out badly for you unless you have a hijackal attorney who will fight like a bulldog for you. Mm. But custody, are you prepared? This is a big question. Are you prepared to have the hijackal influence your child without you being present for 50% of the time? That's the big question that has to be answered individually. You have to know the person, their children, the degree of behavior the hijackal has of influence is a very personal decision. That's what I help people with. That's a minefield to, it tr- is. to try to navigate that. And maybe that, again, is why it's so important to do the work up front first. Because- well, it is, because if you... Most hijackals will try to alienate the children. They will try... When, when you, they are with the children... They will badmouth you terribly, and they will try to make themselves into the hero in the piece and you to be the scum of the earth. So there will be your alienation going on. So it's a huge decision. You, there's some really good material in the, in the book that I read of yours, Escaping the Hijackal Trap, for setting effective boundaries while you are still in the relationship. For example, mm-hmm. during arguments. Um, can you share a little bit about how we can set effective boundaries and then make them stick, especially if someone is relentlessly scavenging and taking our power? Yes. Well, first of all, we all need to learn to set boundaries, and most people don't. And that's because it's not necessary with your average person. I mean, we need to set boundaries because we need to know what our values are and what our vision for our life is, how we feel respected, and what we're willing to disclose. So we need to be able to say, this is all right with me. This isn't all right with me. And after you tell somebody that, you say, I would prefer this. That's setting a boundary. You know, it's it's not all right with me for people to give me orders. But when people make a request, it allows me the space to respond in a, in a balanced way. I would prefer requests. That's a boundary. Then you see if the person does anything with that, respects that, honors that boundary. If they don't, then you say all that again, and you say, and if it does not continue, then this will have to happen. And I will either, you know, if you're in a big way, I will leave the relationship. I will never discuss this with you again. I will move into the other room and put you on notice that this just happened. There will be a consequence. And you have to learn to know yourself well enough to know what you prefer Know what your boundaries are. Be assertive enough to believe that you deserve to draw breath and take up space on this earth and say what you think, feel, need, and want. In my book, Kaizen for Couples, Smart Steps to Strengthening and Saving Your Relationship, I talk about the personal weather report. You must learn to deliver and respond to personal weather reports well in order to have a healthy relationship. And that's where boundaries begin. And to be able to set those boundaries and have them be ones that you are willing to stand behind, I would imagine, because it sounds like a hijacker would delight in taking those boundaries and tossing them aside. Oh, they would be so happy. You're absolutely right. Ah, here's a moment to have power and control. No, I won't honor your boundary. Yeah. Is... Uh, what I think of as gaslighting, um, where uh, let's say you say, I don't know, you told me we'd have 
pizza today and the other person says, no, you never said that. I hate pizza. We'll never have pizza again. Where someone uh, on purpose denies something that you know to be true, something that was a shared fact or acknowledgement between the two of you. Is gaslighting something that hijackals do? No, hijackals are masters of gaslighting. And here's what I tell people to do in that situation, Karen. I say to them, say this, affirm yourself, validate yourself, just quietly without any emotional charge, say, that's not the way I remember it, and move on. Mm. Or when I think about it, this is the way that I think about it, and I know that it is true. You're not saying that to start a fight. That's why you say it with no emotional energy. You are affirming and validating yourself so that you do not allow yourself to be gaslit. As people are beginning to work toward healing in these relationships, I would imagine a hijackal won't go to therapy with you. Well, maybe. Yeah, they will. They will? <laughs> they will. They will in the beginning because. They want to be in control, mm. and they, want, they don't want you to be able to say they wouldn't go. So what happens is they come, and when I'm working with them, because I work in video conferencing, I have clients all over the world, the hijackal wants me to like them. So they will be, you know, and I'm completely neutral. I don't know who's a hijackal and who's not, but they will be compliant. They will be pleasant. But when we get into deeper in the therapeutic process and they have to take accountability or responsibility for something, they won't. And at that moment, then they start talking about whether my mother wears trench boots and where did I, <laughs> I think I get off talking to them about anything. And they walk off. And so they come because they think they can manipulate the therapist onto their side and it happens so frequently. I had a woman just this morning write to me from Europe, and she said, I can hardly wait to work with you. I've watched your YouTube videos. She said, I've been to six therapists, and you're the only person who tells it like it is. Oh. And those six therapists were exploited and seduced by her hijackal husband, who has lots of money. And therefore, they were brought over to his side, and then they rewounded her every time, two against one. Wow. How can listeners find out more about you and the work that you're doing? How can they reach out to you? Well, that's simple. Just go to forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, relationshiphelp.com. There's a Work with Dr. Shaler tab there. You can find out everything there. There's a link to my radio show, um, the Relationship Health Show, there's links to my YouTube channel. You can find me easily. Just know that I spell Roberta, R-H-O-B-E-R-T-A, and Shaler is S-H-A-L-E-R. Just put my name into Google. You'll find me. And I know that there's a free ebook available for listeners, How to Spot a Hijackal. Can you say a little bit about what we can expect to find in that free book? Sure. The whole point of that is to make it so that you can go, yes, I am with the hijackal. All those things that are in the book are happening to me, or many of them. And mostly, if two or three of them are happening to you, you need to pay attention to your relationship because it is not equal. There are three things that every relationship of any value has to have in my books, Karen. It must be equal, reciprocal, and mutual. And if relationships are not like that, 
you need to get out of them. Mm. Thank you very much for being on the program. What is next for you? Actually, I'm so glad you asked. I started a movement, and I'm writing a book, which won't be out probably until the end of the year, but it's called Stop Tolerating Abuse, Speak Up, Stand Strong. Wonderful. Stop Tolerating Abuse. The timing is perfect for that, and it's it goes along with your message of empowerment. That's it fantastic. Does. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Shaler, for being on the program. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure, Karen. That is Dr. Roberta Shaler. She's the author of Escaping the Hijackal Trap, The Definitive Guide to Dealing with Chronically Difficult People, as well as 15 other books. You can find out more about Dr. Shaler and her work at 4relationshiphelp.com. That's F-O-R, relationshiphelp.com. That free ebook, How to Spot a Hijackal, is available on that site. Just click the Hijackals tab at 4relationshiphelp.com. And of course, you can always find out what's going on with me, who's coming up on the radio show. There are classes and you can set up a private session with me if you like. All of that is at karenhager.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.